It is what it is. Okay. Retard. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Crypt Twins. We are covering the great state of California today. Is it great? Yeah. Um, the land of fires and earthquakes. <laughs> and odd, oddly enough, a ton of cryptids. Uh, going into the like the research portion of this, there was actually I found one website that said there were like ten separate cryptids. I found another website that showed even more. And the monster that I have today wasn't on any of the list of the cryptids. I actually had to find it separately, uh, away from one of the listings of cryptids I had. And then it popped up with a whole new story. It goes back to... Um, is it plugged in all the way? No, you're fine. Okay. It, go, it goes back to like the 1940s uh, with an actual news clipping of what children were claiming to be seeing. So it's, huh. it's interesting. Um, all right well that's cool yeah there was a there was a ton of research that needed to be done for this one just because the amount of cryptids that there were yeah um and yes we're in a different location we're actually at my parents house today so if you see this little furry thing walking back and forth is to keep him from barking during the show so and we got one of our buddies here watching us do this today we got a live audience live audience today Woo. <laughs> <laughs> very questionable but anyway so to get started i'll go off with mine um it's got some history to it um some interesting stories surrounding the 1800s and some more recent stuff but uh all over it's a pretty decent cryptid it's pretty creepy as well but uh, then Adam's got his, and his sounds like a doozy, so... It's weird. I'll make mine short and sweet, and then his will be the bulk of this episode. So, very interested to hear about this one. So, California has a uh, <clears throat> something called the Lone Pine Mountain Devil. And it is a pretty interesting little creature. Uh, some, some reports, though, make it look almost like a velociraptor in the front. I know which one you're talking about. But uh, apparently, <clears throat> large, furry, multi-winged, bat-like creature. It's furry? Yes. With razor-sharp talons and uh, venomous fangs in its mouth. So, Ooh. kind of imagine... That's the danger. <laughs> you remember uh, the Chronicles of Riddick when they're on that planet and the yeah, creepy things the fly crazy out? flying guys? I don't know what they're called. They're actually making... No, they're not making another movie. Anyways, carry on. Anyway, it's like that, where they swoop down and they kind of eat everything. They're, uh, it's like their favorite thing. To... You're okay, bear? What? You okay? Well, yeah, but... Oh, wait, it was called Pitch Black. Chronicles of Riddick was afterwards. That's oh. right. It's good to have him. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> totally for yeah. Totally didn't know that. Welcome, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, so as the stories go back to like the 1800s, one of the most famous stories is actually uh, from 1878 with this priest called Father Hustas Martinez. Uh, they traveled the wagon trip. I said it right. Don't judge my Spanish. <laughs> Just because you're married to one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so in 1878, so Martinez, uh, he went on the wagon trail with some Spanish settlers, and it was a bunch, uh, well, not a bunch, but it was men and women and children, and uh, around 40 people, 37 people. 
Uh, just after two weeks, they were found with their bodies torn apart. Uh, cartilage and stuff was missing from their torsos and things of that nature. Skinwalker. Uh, so uh, Hustus survives, and he goes up to this uh, like Spanish uh, monastery. Not a monastery. Uh, what do they call it? I think you're right. Monastery. Anyway. I think so, yeah. It's probably a monastery. So they go up to this... Mo- he survives, and he's now about 110 miles north of San Diego. Uh, and he has a journal kind of describing what happened that night. Uh, so they were... The night that bef- before the whole madness ensued, they were celebrating a uh, a saint called St. Roderick. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're having... It's okay, Barry. They're having a massive party. <laughs> it sounded gross. They're having a massive party, and it goes off late to the night. They start burning trees around the surrounding area for warmth. Okay. Apparently, the whole tree? They were, like, just lighting the tree on fire? Yeah, they were lighting trees on fire. Okay. <laughs> they're, in, they're in California, and the, and the uh, area they're in, I'm pretty sure, was more arid, and they had, like, their trees were, like... No, that makes sense. Maybe it's just phrase weird. I don't know. Anyway, so they start burning these things down. While the uh, father is in a tent, and he watches these bat-like creatures fly out of the darkness, swoop down and kill everyone. So, the story kind of goes that the Lone Pine Mountain Devil is like a super... uh, Like a super bat? No, a super extreme environmentalist. It protects nature, so if people start oh. harming nature, it comes out and starts, you know, massacring people. Well, if it's a winged creature, then it would be living in the trees, so anything that sees that its habitat is getting attacked, like, well, I mean, I guess if it's close, that's only close to, like, nests and stuff for birds. But yeah. birds will do that. Like, if you get, there's actually, um, um, I think it's a mockingbird that lives in a bush outside my house, like, a, one that tree that's outside my house, uh-huh. you walk too close to it, and its bur- and its babies are there as laid eggs recently, it will swoop down for no reason just because you're close to it. Huh. So, I mean, I guess I could kind of understand it, not necessarily like it's an environmentalist thing, but, like, maybe it was their home? I don't know. Well, <clears throat> so this has sparked, so in the re- more recent years, around 2003, when it started to come more available and more uh, stories started to arise sightings of it started to pop back up again really yeah so it's either a the more you talk about it the more it comes around or people are just seeing what they want to see that's the skinwalker name but actually there was this movie that was a netflix out of netflix adaptation it was a netflix movie and it was basically netflix's answer to um a quiet place how bad was it was it bad? It was just it was just a knockoff. It was a bird box absolute knockoff. No, it was called Silence. It was just oh, okay. absolute absolute knockoff That's... of a quiet place, and it had Emma Watson in it. She what? Pl- she played as a she played as a deaf girl or a semi deaf girl, which is again from bird Bo- uh, like a semi truck from Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was good, but it was just it could have been better. Yeah, and, and they just they used a lot of top no, top notch, just well known actors that were in the movie, but um, their monster actually kind of sounds like this thing. I mean, they didn't have hair or anything, but it was like a a monster that was inside of a cave that got disturbed and then released this plague of flying huge beasts that went around and just killed anything that made noise. 
It's the same again. Yeah, same, same premise, exact, same thing as a quiet place, except these guys could fly and they came in droves. Oh, that's so, neat. It was kind of interesting, but it was such it was just such a knockoff. Like when they <laughs> when they found out like how they did it, and the girl had the revelation of oh my gosh, they're tracking us by sound. Was when like the thing opened up its like ears uh-huh. so it could hear, just like in a quiet place. Oh my gosh! When it opens up and you can see that it's hearing. Yeah. Spoiler: If anybody hasn't seen that, that'd be way too long of a movie to be out, and you have not heard that. So that's like if you said, "Jokes on you." It's like if you said, "In the Titanic, the boat sinks." The boat sinks. And you're like, "Whoa! I was waiting to see that." <laughs> but uh, okay, but that's interesting. Yeah. So a lot of people. Tangent, my bad. No, it's okay. A lot of people don't know where the name came from for this thing. It just comes from Lone Pine, California. Okay. And that's where kind of the origination of the story started. And a lot of the stories are more of, that come along, are it likes to eat cartilage, but it only still starts to show up when people start destroying the environment. Now, this, was this another one of those lumberjack? Um, no. Like the, oh, okay, never mind. I mean, I guess you could technically fall into that same thing where, yes, lumberjacks could cause to show up, but I didn't find any stories that said that. Yeah, because there was a lot of... I guess that's where a lot of these cryptids came from, was these lumberjack stories. And uh, they had a lot of weird cryptids for that. A lot of weird... Uh, there was a whole book about it. Um, I think it's because guys got really bored while they're cutting down trees. And just started making up stories. Making up stories. There was this one... Did you see the big bobcat out here? <laughs> it only attacks lumberjacks. It's all one where it was like... There's, Wear there's, blue there's... flannel. <laughs> Red flannel is the only thing you can wear out here in these woods. <laughs> That's why we're safe. <laughs> <laughs> there was like, there's, there was like two instances of almost the same type thing. I saw Cactus Cat again. That got brought up in, in uh, Cryptids for California. Yeah, it's a weird one. It's apparently it's a cat that sits, it eats and sits on cactuses while also having a bunch of thorns itself. Yeah. Um, there's uh, also something called a uh, a wished Mister Cat or a. Wor- Worcestershire? No. It's like a wish wish wishmaster or wish it's not a no. wishmaster. That's from Neverending Story, isn't it? Wishmaster? I don't know. Is that Neverending Story? Anyway. No, it's a triangle a triangular no. shaped tube I lion. Looked, I looked at him. He had yeah, he's a ti- he was triangular shaped, had ten legs. Yes. And sprouting all over its body. The only way that you could kill it is if you put him into a log or a chimney, because all of his legs would activate at once trying to escape and it would literally rip his body apart. <laughs> that's the Oh my gosh. That's the only way you can kill it. I didn't look into that part. That's hilarious. Yeah. And then uh, there was another one that was uh talking about a cat that had a tail that had almost like a cannonball at the end that it would use to Bonk you on the head, or uh, and they even had like a mating thing for it too. It's like when it's time for this cat to mate, it'll thump its chest with its cannonball, with its with wow. its tail, not cannonball. Didn't say that, but yeah, that's all I can reference right now. Um, but yeah, interesting. I, was, I had thought about that, and the amount of these that we've done. Can you imagine something like the Ozark Howler trying to mate, or like Swamp Ape, or Skunk Ape? Skunk ape, yeah, skunk ape. Could you imagine how loud it would be? <laughs> Dad, I can't go outside. What? I'm hearing those sounds again. Hearing those sounds again. It kind of sounds like what comes out of yours and mom's room at night sometimes. It's really, really it's just, crazy. Are you guys monsters? Are you? <laughs> That's you tell me, right? You tell me, right? 
Anyway, so yeah, that's the Lone Pine Mountain Devil. There's a lot more that can be said about just random stories you can find, but it's all about the same. But it's better than going over Bigfoot for the third or fourth time. Which, Bigfoot will get its own episode. Yeah, eventually. Because there's a lot. There's It's not a lot. It's textbooked. It's the, no, it's the cryptid of but, the United States. But the alien thing portion of it is hysterical, and we need that, to go over that. That's a not, yeah. That's, well, that's a, uh, so. That's a good face to make. Yes, exactly. It's very confusing. So you have the story of Bigfoot, and then you have everybody's stories of Bigfoot. Yeah. And then you have the other subsect that's like, also, did you know that he communes with the aliens? Uh, he's a fourth dimensional being that can uh, pop in and, pop out, of in and out of existence. That's why you can't, it has to wait for the episode. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, there's a lot more to that. Um, okay, so what I'm going to talk about is something called the Billy Whack Monster, which when I started looking more into it, uh, delves further away from being just about encrypted to more like an actual government conspiracy, uh, supernatural type place with ghosts and things. Um, there's quite a few different uh, videos about it already. One of the ones I used to research on was actually from uh, Ricky Rocket. Uh, Ricky Rocket's legend, tri- legend tripping is the name of the of the uh, YouTube video. Uh, I'm sorry, the YouTube channel. Excuse me. And um, he was the drummer for Poison. That's right. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting, and I started looking through it, and apparently the he's made two um, stops there in the past. And, uh, I mean, one stop in the past, so that, that was his second uh, time going there. And he actually met with a guy who was a son of the old owner of the Billy Whack Dairy. Uh, dairy. Mm. Uh, so he had a lot of inside knowledge. The people that were there, he tried to get film footage of there before, but they wouldn't let him go in. So he found this guy um, by happenstance, basically. Because the dude actually watched his video. He was looking up more information about it himself, because... You know, he was a kid, but he came back as an adult, saw some other crazy stuff, and decided that it was worth looking into. And then um, got in contact with Mike, uh, got in contact with Ricky, and then that's when he made his uh, new video about it. Hmm. Um, So they basically go over, they talk to Mike about it, which Mike brings up a lot of different things like the OSS, which is, uh, I can't remember what it stands for, but it was the um, precursor to the CIA. Um, there, apparently there was OSS things inside of that, um, Santa Barbara research center, which was the largest employer, uh, in that, uh, area. They go back, uh, that company actually goes back to the 1940s when, uh, a guy named Dave Evans was putting, uh, radios into airplanes for, uh, Howard Hughes around the world, uh, trip. Office of strategic services. Yeah. Office of strategic services. This is the thing right before, uh. Uh, also known as the well um so mike had said during that video that the billywax seemed overbuilt for just a dairy he said that there was multiple tunnels and things like that it seemed like it had way too much construction for such a little project how do you know there were tunnels he has the blueprints from the place when his dad owned it Oh, okay. So, yeah, this guy this guy lived there. Uh, gotcha. This guy, um, August Rubel. I'm going to read the story over here. Um, I got this from uh, Weird California. Um, that's going to be... I'm going to read that in just a moment. Um, Rubel's a big portion of it. Apparently, he had a chemical engineering degree um, uh, from Harvard, actually. He had already been with the military in the past. Then he came here. Um also, people have said that it's a paranormal hotspot. 
Hmm. Mike had talked about that he went there and he said that he had seen some stuff of his own. His family thinks he's crazy because nobody else believes in the paranormal stuff. Hmm. But he swears up and down that he had an experience. And that's where they kind of like go. Like just That was pretty much where the video ends. There's a lot of different things that he talked about, little nuanced things. Something about Steve McQueen staying at a place that he has. I don't know why that was important. Ka-chow. That's Lightning McQueen. <laughs> so, <laughs> so sightings of it started back around uh, I want to say around the 1940s and uh, one of the newest well one of the latest sightings that came back within the last 40 or uh, 50 so years was back in uh, 1964 in Los Angeles Times it was brought up um, saying there's a beast at Billywhack, but only the kids can see him that was the title of it mm. and it goes over and says that it snarls and claws in the air um, it leaps on curious, uh, leaps on the curious who probe through the weeds and the vines. Um, some of the younger kids were displaying scratches and stuff from an animal, but you know, kids will be kids. How big? I mean, so how big was this thing? It's a, it's like a Bigfoot type creature. Basically, is the idea of like if you want to put it into a scale of size, mm. probably like a seven foot tall being with like a like horns. Like a ram horns on its head. So like Bigfoot goat face. Kind of like the Ozark Cowler. Kind of, yeah. But not bear shaped. Well, yeah. it's, it's funny because they're like kids. It jumps on the kids and they have scratches, but the kids survive. Uh, supposedly. I mean, yeah. Uh, but they say that <laughs> kids would actually go out to this area and try to get information. Like they wanted to see this thing. Um, and Can I see your giant dude, uh, monster, please? So this Miss Dorothy, Dorothy Renteria, mm. she leases part of the property. And she reportedly kept 43 invading youngsters at bay with a shotgun. Nice. Until the police department arrived. Nice. So I can think of just, well, like, just this like this little old lady just like, get off my land. <laughs> and uh, they kept him away. Well, it's just like Joe Biden says. If you go out behind your house with a double barrel shotgun and you fire it, Immediately into the air, it'll scare off any intruder. But you know that's yeah. only illegal in like every state. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that what that's it's supposed perfect. to look like? That's the Bigfoot thing from Little Nicky. I love it. That's perfect. That's yeah. That's exactly what I think he would look like. <laughs> so, um. This is uh, I got hit in the face with a shovel. A shovel. So this is the story that I got um, from uh, Weird California, uh, WeirdCA.com. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and read this because it's got a lot of the information in here that um, more of the meat and potatoes of the things that mm-hmm. I didn't cover from the wave tops uh, from the other video. So it says for uh, anyone that's not a marine, wave tops means highlights. Apparently, asking for that description was like pulling teeth. I didn't know how to phrase it right. Well, anyways, Daniel, some Daniel said it in like one second. You have all the information up here. There's a bunch of it. You just take the good. Well, because I didn't the, understand. You mean the highlights, you, right? I didn't understand how you didn't get the phrase because the it doesn't make sense to anyone who doesn't use that phrase. But wave tops are high. Wave tops are high, like highlights. No one says wave tops. Anyways, so, oh, oh so, so this is one of the stories so far I can attribute to local urban legend dating back from World War II. As the story goes, a tall, muscular, ape-like humanoid with long claws, gray hair, and ram-like horns on the top of his head lurks around the area of St. Paula in Ventura County. 
This ram-headed monster calls the area known as Camulos Ranch its home. Specifically, it's been encountered on Aliso Canyon Road and occasionally the Wheeler Canyon Road near once was the Billywhack Dairy and Ranch. Some stories attribute the location of its nest as being closer to the Wheeler Canyon Road, although most state it lives in the Dairy and Ranch specifically. Um, it's referred to as the Billywhack Monster. The creature has tormented mostly high school students from the Santa Paula High School. These teenagers hmm. are primary people who have encountered the half-goat, half-man humanoid creature. It has thrown large 50-pound rocks at their cars, even pounded on the hoods of their automobiles, leaving dents. It's also been reported to carry around a large club. In the 50s, a nine-year-old boy reported being attacked and clawed by a weird animal near the dairy. He had scratches across his arms and back. And another reference to the creature was in 1964, which is uh, when it terrorized several hikers for several hours and thus made headlines in the local newspaper. Um, let's see, and then it goes to tell about that news clipping that I brought up earlier. Uh, the Billywhack Dairy, according to legend, is decrepit ruin of what was once a state-of-the-art, very advanced and modern dairy, uh, modern-day dairy farm. It apparently contains underground rooms and tunnels, but is also rumored to be missing walls and uh, what could be attributed to many decades of disuse. Basically, mm. when people are saying it might have tunnels, it's probably just because it's broken. Uh, much gotcha. So... A dairy was started and ran by August Rubel, who moved into Ventura County in 1922 and established a dairy in 24. He was a native of Zurich, Switzerland, and he served in the American Field Service in France from 1917 to 1919. And the urban legend connects him to the OSS, the Office of Strategic Services, the CIA, uh, which is now known as the CIA. The OSA, uh, if the legend is true, OSS had Reuben performing experiments beneath the dairy, including trying to make a super soldier, uh, mostly in preparations for other world, uh, leading up to World War II. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, much Captain like Captain America in a dairy form. In a dairy form. <laughs> um, the OSS is attached to all sorts of illegal and immoral, uh, amoral experiments, ranging from brainwashing techniques, use of various drugs on all suspecting victims, studies of diseases for use in warfare, and other inhumane practices, which are things that we say are inhumane, but need to be found out in the... Calls for. Uh, much like, uh, okay, so the OSS was sta- started by William Wild Bill. Hmm. Uh, this is just stuff about the OSS. Hmm. He was made coordinator of information um, in 1941. This office eventually became the OSS. The OSS was responsible for most of the espionage and sabotage in Europe and Asia. And the OSS was disbanded after World War II, but proposed, but proposal by Donovan eventually led to the formation of the present day CIA. So, as the urban legend goes, a ruble, after performing experiments in Ventura County, was eventually sent overseas and died mysteriously doing secret work for the OSS in 1943. Uh, so, this was actually kind of weird. That Well, this part where, like, the conspiracy thing kind of was, like, a little interesting. This dude was already set. Mm. And I get it. Like, some people brought it up. They're like, oh, well, why would he do that? He had everything made. Well, if he wants to defend fight and defend for what he believes in. I understand that. Hmm. But he kind of had everything made. He had a degree from Harvard in chemical engineering. He had a very well successful dairy farm and ranch. And then for some reason, he just up and goes off um, doing uh, up and up. He goes up and off in 1943 and then he dies in um, uh, Tuznia. Yeah. Tunisia. Sorry. <laughs> so basically he was driving an ambulance and he hit a German landmine. That's how he died. He was driving an ambulance? Yeah, he went over as a doc. Oh. Um, so. Yeah, it sounds like he just wanted to go over and fight for his country. Yeah, exactly. 
So, I mean, it was in 1943. Of course he's going to go over. Exactly. Well, I don't know how what his age was at that time. Yeah, but still, World War II is going on. If you feel like you can go out there and fight yeah, and help. That is true. Okay, so all the most accounts of urban legends state that dairy ranch were abandoned, leaving the monster to its own devices. Um, other accounts state that Rubel's wife, Mary Colgate McIsaac, remarried in 1946 to an Edward Berger. Like the toothpaste? Yes. Mary okay. died in 1968, and Berger continued managing and living on the ranch that August Rubel helped build and manage. Most recently, on May 5th, 2001, Rancho Camalus... Camalus? Amulos was awarded a National Historic Landmark, and the plaque for the landmark states, um, Ignacio del Valle, este, uh, del Valle Let me look at it to see Established, right. I, I don't, I'm not going to pronounce that right at all. Established Rancho Camalos in 1853 on a part of Mexican land, grant of former mission lands. Ranchermo, ranch, Rancho Camulos was setting for Ramona, an 1884 novel that generated national interest in the history of Hispanic settlement in California. August Rubel purchased the property in 1924 and preservation of significant historic features of the site. Uh, Shirley Rubel Lorenz, daughter of August Rubel and president of Rancho Camulos Museum Board of Directors, was presented to accept the plaque. She had been born and raised at the ranch and stated that her father... Uh, Rubel had instilled in her a sense of trust and stewardship over the ranch. The site, in addition to the secret underground level, supposedly has or had orange trees, multiple buildings, and aviary that was uh, there to house his wife's tropical birds. Hmm. So if there is really a half-goat, half-man monster lurking in the depths of Santa Paula, there's a lot of questions regarding what it's doing there and how it got there. Although there's little to no evidence of existence, some cryptozoologists believe it may be related to actually uh, related to or an actual Bigfoot granted a deformed or disfigured Bigfoot. So it's just it's just a weird for that just to be like a weird cryptozoological thing or a cryptid at all for it to just be the monster and then there's like this whole conspiracy behind it. Mm-hmm. It kind of sent me down a little bit of a rabbit hole when I was looking at this thing because it's just I mean the dude was he was a chemical engineer. And then he buys a dairy farm, which I guess would make sense. That makes sense, though, because even if he's a dairy farmer, he would have to. Well, I guess no, because, well, that was back in the day before they could put a bunch of different stuff in milk and stuff like that without a uh, FDA. Huh? It's still pasteurizing. Well, yeah. But, I mean, I think it'd be weird, though, for him to be like, you know, it'll go undetected for making super soldiers. Making da- dairy farm. Making milk. How they get so strong. Look at their bones. Milk, duh, the milk. Yeah, it was just an odd one. Like, that was just a, uh, it's just very interesting. And then, again, when we were looking into, like, all these different ones, um, there was a lot of other cryptids from, like, farm, uh, farmer's tales, lumberjack tales, and things of that nature as well. Um, let me go ahead and I'm going to pull up this one website I was on. Yeah, sorry, I was trying to pull up pictures, too. That we could show off, but one of them was the Falk monster. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then it, it's on, like, it's like some child drew it in high school on some college or on some wide roll paper, and I didn't realize how many bad drawings pull up after that. Oh, it's because it's looking at the ones that are kind of like it. Look, I'm Please I'm an edgy teen. Don't click on anymore. Oh, look, this one's a uh, uh, someone's cat girl. I don't know. Maybe that's him kissing himself. That's hilarious. Mm. These are 
These are funny. Okay, so these are some of the other cryptids that we didn't go over. Um, the, the 10 most mysterious cryptids of California. This is from backpackreverse.com. Michael went over the Lone Mountain Devil, Lone Pine Mountain Devil, which it does look like a velociraptor, pretty much. In the picture, it does. In there, the picture, but... but based off of its description, that doesn't make sense. No, it's more it like says a bat. It's like more like a bat, which I think would be worse. But they're also huge too. Like they're the size of a person. Um, there's the ghost deer. It appears to be a large bull elk with huge antlers. Has been spotted by hunters and backpackers in the woods near uh, Mount Eddie, California. It's just someone's Patronus. Or it could just be somebody who got skunked on a hunt and was like, Oh, no, I swear there was a deer. I just didn't see It was see that dang, dang, dare old ghost deer. That's and what it was. There's the Cadborosaurus, which is a sea monster. It looks just... it looks, That Cadbury egg. It looks like the one that we covered in uh, Alaska. Oh, okay. So it's another one of those big sea monsters. Tahoe Tessie. It's... Another Loch Ness it's monster. It's Lake Tahoe's Loch Ness monster. Um, the Fresno alien, which uh, that one's a little weird because it got that whole security footage thing on it and stuff like that. Yeah, the one where it's clearly it a looks person like, yeah, in hammer pants. It looks like a dude in hammer pants. Um, oh, yeah, and then this, that footage, that the footage that it takes you to on this website doesn't take you anywhere either. But no. yeah, the Fresno alien thing was weird. It looked like a. It's literally People a dude said, in hammer pants. Yeah. Yeah. It's a guy in hammer pants. Yeah. Okay. That's all it is. So, Cactus Cat is the thing we talked about. Cowboy legend, but perhaps a grand truth. Uh, so, it's bigger than a typical cat. Stands about two feet tall at the shoulder. Has sharp claws. It's covered in spikes like a porcupine. And the way that it goes is that the tail of it is that what it does around the cactus is it actually uses its claws to scrape at the bottom of it mm. and make the cactus leak out. Um, it's stuff and then when it ferments it licks up the fermented cactus juice and gets drunk and then just walks around what that's i don't know day drinking cactus cat day drink uh the number four is the hyam palm hog bear which is just a big old bear that likes to eat pigs eat pigs it eats pigs uh it's a very big it's the only thing i think it talks about is how much it likes to eat pigs yeah and then uh there was one guy who reported to have caught one it was a surveyor back in the 1800s he presented to the national zoo where they just said that's a black bear dude that's just a black bear <laughs> no you don't understand <laughs> it's a monster um the last uh number three uh, would be the dark watchers of california uh what people say these are is it's just and it goes back to actually the chumash uh native americans where it's like the silhouetted version of a person that you see in the off onto the hills and it's just this black silhouette of a person you can stare at it uh you can approach it as you approach it, it disappears which mm. to me says it's a mirage of course sounds like um but they said uh but there's there's poems and stories and stuff like that from the kumash native americans uh their tribes and whatever mm. and it's more like um it's passive if it was a cryptid at all it's yeah, it doesn't care it doesn't care it's just yeah. like hey and then it vanishes. <laughs> um, this is the one Michael was talking about earlier. Uh, this would be the Central American Wind Tosser. Oh, that's it. The Wind Tosser. Um, it's, yeah, fearsome, fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods. That was the book that I was looking at. It had a bunch of those weird cryptids in it. Um, so it says that it's a beast with ten legs. Its limbs, uh, limbs sprout off of uh, the creature's body at every angle, mm. allowing it to quickly traverse over any type of terrain. 
It's got a triangular body, like literally it's a triangular prism of a body. And then the neck, it looks like when Tom and Jerry, whenever Tom like eats, like gets, like, thrown. Like, gets thrown, hits into like a light pole or something and his body turns into a cylinder and his neck just goes like, pops out. Yes. That's exactly how it looks. There's, that's his tiny neck. Jeez. So stupid. And then number one. Big feet. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Uh, and then Bigfoot, the whole, um, this, the actual filming of this thing actually happened in Roseville. Uh, uh, well, I'm sorry, not in Roseville, California. That's where this says that uh, most recently, that's where the creature seems to live is Roseville, California. But um, the Bigfoot, the, the big one that you guys see where the whole walking across the creek bed thing, mm. that, that was made and shot in California. And, uh, Dan Cummins actually talked about how bad of a hoax that that one was. Yeah. Did you hear about that one? No. So basically, the guy who took the footage of the thing, uh, he was studying to be, he was studying to like do film and filmography and stuff like that. He wanted to be a director. I remember being told that before. So he rented, he, and guess what his first movie was supposed to be about? Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. His first movie was supposed to be about Bigfoot. And there was actually evidence of a guy who worked, oh, what state was he in? I think it was in California still. But the guy, made, all he did was make um, big gorilla suits. Mm. Dude sold gorilla suits the year that this thing was shot. Mm. Remembers selling a gorilla suit to the guy who shot this footage. <laughs> and another guy came out on his deathbed and was like, yeah, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said it like that? Well, he was dying, so. But yeah, like, well, no. Nobody confessed that it was fake. But uh, so people, people know it's, well, I know it's fake. Now. Like, of course, you would like to Adam, believe that things are. It's only what they want you to think. It's, it's, it's only, only what want. the government wants. The government wants you to believe that Bigfoot's not real and flying alien spaceships. Uh, but I thought everybody wants like cryptids. I think to exist gives life more fantasy for some people. I think it'd be interesting because I just I think new animals will always be cool. But well, I think there's creepy crap now, like giant squid and stuff like that. But yeah, that's true. I don't know if we can do cryptids of the water. Oh, that's true. It's all the way zoomed out. That's why it looks like it's. Oh, okay. Way. I was about to say. It sounds like I've been. If I've been screaming this entire time. No, that's what it looks like. It does look like that. Yeah. Anyway, so that really does it for California. I think next week we are doing Colorado. Yes, we're there doing Colorado. Go. Good been, job. Yes. Colorado is next. We were talking about this at the beginning. Yeah, it's okay. You didn't know that Kansas existed, so I'd shut up. Oh, that's weird. I thought about it for a second. I was like, oh, yeah, there's Kansas. I said, no, hey, we no. should do Colorado. You're like, oh, yeah, I was just thinking Connecticut. Well, you also skipped California. <gasps> oh. Yeah, I did I did do that, but you also forgot that Georgia was a state and that we did, you lived there. So It doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so next week is Connecticut have no idea what's there. No, it's not. It's Colorado. It's Colorado. That's what I said. <laughs> Colorado. We're going to talk about that. I'm sure there's going to be a bunch more that's showing up because of how uh, liberal they've become with the use of marijuana and other uh, drugs. Oh, yeah. That's so I wonder what kind of cryptids are going to be popping up since then. That would be pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Anyway. Let's see. Well, I got nothing. What? I got nothing. Got nothing. I was what? trying to think of like I can't remember what, like if there was going to be something else. If we're going to talk about the shroom monster, the shroom. <laughs> Help me! 
Hell Help me, Tom Cruise. The demons are coming. They're coming from the floorboards. They're coming from the floor. Well, walls furry. Like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Um, we're gonna keep making videos. If you don't, so it doesn't matter. Thanks yep. for stopping by. See you guys. I was gonna do the video thing. You missed it. Thank <laughs> you.